Welcome to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Skin care and plastic surgery are hot topics these days. Let Dr. Rubenstein answer your questions and explain what you'll want to look for in aesthetic products and cosmetic procedures. Get ready for a discussion about all things aesthetic. Now, live from Miami, Florida, American Board Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Coast. It's the morning. Uh, those of us here, afternoon. This is Dr. Adam Rubenstein. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon and here bringing you new reflections. Every week on new reflections, we're going to talk about aesthetics and beauty and all things having to do with uh, aesthetics, beauty, and wellness. We try to bring a great show every week. This week is no exception. We have a discussion to start the show off. Uh, talking about Botox, Dysport, Xeomin, PureTox, all of these names have something in common. They're all types of neurotoxins. They all do the same thing Botox does, and we'll talk about what that does, how it works, and how all these things compare. We're also going to have, as we will on every show, a virtual consultation. We're going to have Michelle calling in to talk about breast augmentation, and then rounding out the show, we have a very special guest, Jan Marini, who's the president and CEO of Jan Marini Skin Research, She's going to be calling in to talk about the latest and greatest in skin care, and there's a lot of exciting stuff. Jan makes wonderful products, and we're going to talk all about the science behind them and some of the exciting new things coming out that just make you look better and better. And joining me on the show, as always, is my co-host, Brandy. Good afternoon, everybody. Brandy uh, is going to be with us every week, and we're going to Discuss everything you'd want to talk about, and that brings me to the next thing, which is you can call in. Call in anytime you like. We're happy to take your call throughout the show, whether we're talking to our patient and you had questions about the procedure, if we're discussing the, what's new in the news at the top of the show or with our special guest, you're welcome to call and speak directly with our guest or with me or Brandy anytime. The number to call in is 866-472-5792. And even if you're listening online, uh, you can give us a call. If you're listening to the podcast after the live show airs, remember you can always listen in live 12 to 1 on Eastern Time, 9 to 10 on Pacific Time on Saturday mornings. So let's, let's start things off with talking about Botox. Botox is the brand name of botulinum toxin type A. Botulinum toxin is actually what it sounds like. It's a toxin. And it's made by particular bacteria, uh, and the, the, this bacteria creates this toxin that will paralyze muscle. It sounds scary, but when used in tiny, tiny amounts, as we do for cosmetic purposes and even medical purposes, it works extremely well to relax muscle. It temporarily paralyzes muscle. It relaxes the area. And the reason you want to do that is what creates facial wrinkles which we all hate, and I have patients coming every week to get rid of their wrinkles, the wrinkles are formed because your muscles fold your skin exactly the same way every time. When you make a frown, you get those lines between your eyebrows. My wife calls it number 11. (laughs) Uh, You can raise your eyebrows, and you get a little furrow in your forehead. You get those lines across your forehead. Or when you squint or you smile, you get those laugh lines or smile lines in the corners of your eyes. People call them crow's feet. The reason you get those is the muscles are firing and they're folding the skin. Over time, 
in a lifetime of doing that over and over and over again, those lines become permanent. Because all you're doing is creating a crease in the skin. That's really all a wrinkle is, is a crease in the skin, and it comes from the constant folding of skin. Now, where Botox comes into play is it stops the muscle from being able to fold the skin. So, and it, it does it very effectively. Tiny amounts of the stuff injected right into the muscle stop the muscle from being able to fire, and it no longer folds the skin. So over a period of, short period of time, you can smooth out all those wrinkles. You see people that have beautifully smooth foreheads, those frown lines in the area between the eyebrows, and medically, pro feet area, smooth out significantly, just like Botox. Now, years ago, I wouldn't be able to use that phrase. I wouldn't be able to say something like Botox because it's all we had. Botox is really the only game in town. There is another material that uh, we will sometimes use with people who for whom Botox doesn't work. Botox occasionally will simply not work and probably has something to do with having antibodies. But when Botox stopped working years ago, we did have something called Myoblock, Myoblock is botulinum toxin type B, but it's really not common at all when used for cosmetic use. Now, I should say, Botox was first approved for a condition known as blepharospasm. Blepharospasm is a kind of a twitchy eyelid, and Botox would be used to relax that tiny little muscle that makes the eyelid twitchy. It worked real well, and it can also be used with other muscle spasm type of problems. There's uh, a problem called cervical dystonia, which uh, is a, a spasm of a, a, a neck in the, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> a neck in the muscle, a muscle in the <laughs> neck. It's a spasm of a muscle in the neck that makes uh, the head turn a little bit and it becomes painful for the patient, hard to move the, the face and the head around. And Botox can be used to relax the muscle in that condition. And of course, in more recent years, it's been found to be uh, wonderful for aesthetic use. And when it's used for aesthetic purposes, it works very, very well. How Over about hyperhidrosis, doctor? Oh, that's true. That's a good point, Brandon. Yeah, hyperhidrosis are people that sweat a lot. And whether you're sweating a lot in your palms or you're sweating in your underarms, the Botox can be used to uh, relax the action of those glands. And it works real well for that as well. That's a great point, Brandy. Thanks. Um, now, when you're looking to get these treatments, if you're trying to get your wrinkles relaxed, Botox was the only choice for a long, long time. And about a year ago, year and a half ago maybe, uh, Dysport came out. Dysport is a competitive product to Botox. It's a botulinum toxin type A, same material. It's exactly the same, just made by a different company. There are minor structural differences in the way the thing is, is built uh, and, and that leads to sort of a Coke and Pepsi argument between the Botox people and the Dysport people. Botox is manufactured and distributed by a company called Allergan. Allergan is a huge company. They make breast implants and lots of other stuff. Dysport is made by Metasys. Metasys is a company that sells Restylane and Perlane and lots and lots of other medical products, but in the aesthetics, they're best known for Restylane and Perlane, which are filler products that we use to inject into wrinkles to plump them up. Dysport is their neurotoxin. This whole class of botulinum toxins or any toxin that is used to relax muscle Doctor? that was going to be... 
Uh, yes. Ken, isn't isn't it true that sometimes dysport can last longer for some well, patients? There, when dysport first came out, there was the idea that uh, that the um, action would last longer, that the uh, the it would kick in a little faster, and uh, that may and may not be true. It kind of depends on the patient, and I've seen things, I've seen Botox last longer for some patients than Dysport and vice versa. Some patients have told me that Dysport kicked in a little faster. Hard to say if it's consistent, but that is what uh, what people say about Dysport, is that it does kick in a little faster and it lasts a little longer. And again, it's probably true for some people and not true for others. It's a really individual type of response. And if it does, great. This is a nice effect to have something that works a little faster and lasts a little longer. Now, you should know that in, with Botox, it'll take up to a week for it to begin to kick in, even though the effects are usually seen in two or three uh, days. With Dysport, they say it, it kicks in a little faster. The maximum effect can take up to two weeks. My personal opinion is that the differences are fairly minimal, and they should be viewed as more or less equivalent products, unless you're one of the lucky ones where Dysport does seem to last a little longer. Now, we've talked about Botox and Dysport. Now, one other thing about Dysport before we move on to a couple other products real quick. Dysport, when it first came to the market, was offering lots of rebates. In fact, I think there still is a $50 rebate on Dysports being offered by uh, Medicis. And, you know, we offer that in the office, as do most doctors in their offices that provide Dysport. There's a rumor that Dysport is cheaper for the patient than Botox. It's just a cheaper product. It really is not. It's slightly less expensive to the doctor, but it's not an amount. We're talking just a couple of dollars. It's not an amount that really makes a big difference in the pricing of the service. However, the rebates do make Dysport a less expensive option in most cases. And Botox occasionally will have rebates as well. So if you're thinking about having it done, always check to see what the specials are, what the rebates are, and you can get the best value for your treatment. There that is sounds like good news, ladies. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. We get a lot of folks in the office that take advantage of that. Xeomin, X-E-O-M-I-N, Xeomin is another botulinum toxin that is approved for blepharospasm and cervical dystonia, but it, it is not approved for cosmetic use. The pricing is going to be similar. The big deal about Xeomin, uh, besides it being the third FDA-approved toxin, is that you don't have to refrigerate it. Where it comes to Botox and Dysport, they have to be refrigerated to be kept fresh. Xeomin doesn't have to be refrigerated, and the pricing is going to be about the same. Using Xeomin for cosmetic use, though, is completely off-label, whereas Botox and Dysport both have an FDA approval for cosmetic use. That's a fine line because it, it doesn't really matter. It's still the same product, but in terms of FDA approval, Xeomin is not yet approved for cosmetic use, though it will be able to be used. And the last product I want to mention briefly is PureTox. PureTox is coming. It's not here yet. It's being made by a company called Mentor. Mentor, uh, now owned, I believe, by Johnson & Johnson, is uh, a huge company. Actually, I'm not sure if Mentor is owned by Johnson & Johnson. I better look that up. Uh, the uh, PureTox is coming. It's seeking FDA approval. It will be yet another option for uh, cosmetic use. 
Now, the uh, choices again, we've got Botox, Xeomin, uh, not FDA approved, Dysport, which is FDA approved, and uh, Pyrotox. We're going to be going to commercial right now. When we get back, we're going to have our guest, Michelle, who is going to be talking about her desires to have breast augmentation. We're going to review that with her shortly. So join us again in just a short break. Network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. If you need a coronary bypass procedure, you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town. You might get more than you bargained for. This is your face and body we're talking about. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. 
1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Hi, thanks, and welcome back to New Reflections. We were just talking about Botox, Dysport, and all the other competitive products. You should expect to spend, by the way, anywhere from $200 to $400 per area, and the pricing varies depending upon where you are, just so you have an idea of what you're looking at to get that uh, type of treatment done. Now we're going to talk to our patient, Michelle. Michelle, thanks for joining the program. Thank you, Dr. Morunstein. It's a well, pleasure. Hi, Hi. We've got Brandy on the line, too, Michelle. Okay. Hi, Brandy. How are well, you? It's great to have you on the show. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, my name is Michelle. I'm, I'm not from the States. I'm, I'm from Trinidad. And uh, I'm 38 years old, and I had breast augmentation. Successfully and, done, I must say. And when we, when you contacted me the first time, we went through what I call a, a virtual consultation. And Correct. typically the way that that works is that folks will send their pictures uh, either on the website or they'll email them, and, and I'll look at them, and we'll get on the phone and talk about it. So... What we're going to do now is sort of talk about what your desires were before surgery. You, you were thinking about having things done. You started out approximately what size? I, they pardon? You start, you, this, your bra size started out approximately a B cup, is that right? I'm 34B. 34B. And you yes. wanted to, you really, you didn't want to go too big. You wanted to stay fairly conservative. Correct, yes. For my, for my size and for my height, I wanted to stay in proportion but yet have that full-bodied look. Okay, and we were looking at trying to achieve a C-cup result, isn't that right? Correct, yes, C-cup. Okay, and then the process that I have my patients go through is what I call doing your homework. So tell me what it was like. What did you do to do your homework, as I call it? Well, I, I went through a couple of uh, magazines, and I looked at different models and, and just the sizes, and I looked, I looked for a model that that had my shape and my, my sort of figure, and I, I looked to see what, what will suit me best. And I, I didn't have much problems in seeing what I liked. Right away I knew what I wanted and what would look good on me. And, of course, with your assistance, I was hoping that, you know, you would agree or disagree with me on my, on my approval of, of what I wanted. Right, and the most important thing, really, is what you want. And I, the reason I have patients do that, it's a great exercise in getting them to think about what it might look like, what are the options, and really kind of think about the shape and size of breasts in a way that you, you typically don't. Because unless you're thinking about doing this, you don't really give that much thought to the size and shape of breasts. Did right. you find it? Did you find it educational? Did it help you solidify what you wanted? Yeah, a lot. It was very educational, and that's. That um, process that I went through, it really helped me. Now, tell me, what was the main reason you wanted to have the augmentation? What What were you hoping to gain? I I always found that that you know uh, for for my for my height that I should have had fuller boobs, and um, you know I I I wanted that that full look and I wanted to fill out my tops and be in proportion, and that was my main reason. It wasn't wasn't any other reason, but that I would say that's the main reason. 
Okay. I mean, and I, I mean, all of us. Uh, I, I, I would consider myself a little vain, and I would. I, I really like that complete look. And now you have how, how many children do you have? Just one. Just I one. And did, you, and did you breastfeed? Yes, I did for three months. And did you see any changes to your breasts after breastfeeding? Um, just one. One of them was slightly smaller than the other. Because typically we can see some changes with breastfeeding. Sometimes breasts will end up being larger than they were before, and most of the Correct. time they end up being a, a little bit smaller than they were before. Well, Certainly, it was, it was much smaller after I breastfeed. My breast got even smaller. It did. It did. Yes. Yes. It did. And and so when we took a look at the at the homework that you did and the pictures that you chose, we went ahead and chose a, a range of implants we we're going to use. And since you've already had your surgery, how was your experience with surgery? My my experience was was really good, I must say, and my recovery period was um, not what I expected. Um, I recovered much faster. I thought I, w I would have been down for a while and, and not been able to do regular things, but um, as I came out of surgery and I, I actually went shopping after, not not lifting up heavy things. Um, I, I took your advice and I, I I rested, but I was able to move around. Um, I had slight slight pain and the painkillers helped a lot and um, this is my, my, my third day and I'm, I'm fine, I'm no pain I'm wearing a 36C um, bra size and I'm very comfortable Fantastic and, and, Yeah, I'm, I think I recovered pretty fast yeah, I'd say three days later and you're, you're moving around without any trouble that's, that's terrific yeah, that's I, amazing uh, it really is. It's a little faster than the average. The, I would say the average for a healthy woman would be about a week, and then for return to real activity, it could be as much as two weeks. Right. But, uh -huh. but you're ahead of schedule, which is great. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm quite impressed. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I it was it was a really uh, experience. I was a bit scared at first, but I think that's natural. And now I'm, I have no regrets. Yeah, well, it, you should definitely be a little bit nervous. I always tell my patients, if you're not nervous, that makes me nervous. You really need to be, <laughs> you need to be nervous because if you're not, what that tells me is that it, you're not taking the operation seriously. You really have to respect what we're going to do. It's an important step. I mean, whether we're doing a breast augmentation or a facelift or liposuction or just a laser treatment, you know, there's always, even just injectables, we're just talking about Botox. Even yes, just yes. having Botox, you know, it's a, it's a step. A, this was a major operation, and, you know, it, it was a big step for me. It's a big step for everyone, and I appreciate that <laughs> as a doctor. And, and I try and make sure that my patients have the same respect for the, the process and, and for what we're doing. So when you say you're nervous, that's, that's good for me to hear. That's just what I want to yes. hear. Good. <laughs> and uh, how, uh, you know, right now you're a little bit swollen, but how do you feel about the breast size at the moment? Oh, it's it's it looks it looks beautiful. It's um it's a it's a little bit swollen, but um I, as you said, it will come down a little after about a week, and it will go go to its right to the size it's supposed to be. But it's, it looks it, the bra is fitting fantastic. Excellent, and I know that you were concerned about being too big. Do you feel Correct. like you're too big right now? No, no, no. It, it I, I thought a thirty six C would have been too big, but it 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 went very nicely. Excellent, excellent. Now, one thing I should mention, you were kind of talking about it a little bit. When, you, when you're talking about A, B, C, D, all these cup sizes, there's a lot of variability. 
And when a patient says, well, I want to be a C cup, well, there's a, there's a big latitude in there. You know, there's small C, medium C, big C, and there's a fine yeah. line between a full B and a small C and, and a full C and a small D. So, you know, we spend a lot of time, and you, know, you can talk about how you felt about the process, trying to, uh -huh. trying to discover the right volumes and trying to get the right range of right. implants for your best result. Well, I was a little, I was a little bit um, mixed up where there a full B and a full C. What what was the difference in that? And um, with with your educational process that I that I went through, I I got to realize that there is a difference. It's all in the cup size. That's true. That's true. And now, what are your what, what's going to be the, your favorite thing to do now that you have the new you? What are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> I'm looking, um, looking for. Well, my my husband is is very pleased. He's he's just amazed with the transformation, and um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to going home and and seeing my my friends and my family's reaction. I I I, I can't say that um, it, it it gives me more confidence. In a way, yes, because you know I I I mean I I, I think I look amazing. Thanks to you. <laughs> hey, Jan. We're actually going to be going to commercial very shortly and uh, really looking forward to getting a chance to talk to you. But before we go, let me thank Michelle, who is our guest that was just visiting with us. Uh, Michelle was uh, a patient who had a breast augmentation. We were just spending a little time chatting with her, and she's on her way back home to Trinidad to enjoy her new body and her new breasts. Uh, I hope she has a safe trip, and thanks so much, Michelle, for joining us on the show today. And after we get back from the break, we're going to have Jan Marini with us, who will be uh, joining us and talking all about the latest and greatest in skin care. Don't go anywhere. Come back after the break. We'll be here on New Reflections to teach you all about skin care. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway. 
where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. If you need a coronary bypass procedure, you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town. You might get more than you bargained for. This is your face and body we're talking about. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You can also send an email to info at dr rubenstein.com. That's info at dr rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back to New Reflections. I'm Dr. Adam Rubenstein, and I'm here with Brandy, our co host. And joining us is Jan Marini, who's the president and CEO of Jan Marini Skin Research. Jan, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Dr. Rubenstein. It's a pleasure to have you. I've been a proponent of Jan Marini Skin Research products for many years, and I really feel strongly it's a great company that produces great products. I've found that the amount of R&D for a relatively small company uh, has been spectacular. You guys really stay on top of what is new and fresh and uh, cutting edge in skincare. So what I would like to do is talk a little bit about some of those exciting mm-hmm. new things that you guys have that you've in, either introduced or are about to. Okay. How about how about we start off with telomerase? Telomerase is an enzyme that is involved in cell replication. When two cells in a body split apart, or when, when one cell splits apart into two cells and then two to four and so on, one of the enzymes involved in that process is telomerase. And you found a way to use it topically in skin. This is so exciting. You know, the Nobel Scientific Prize this year, 2010, was awarded to three scientists for their research in telomeres and telomerase enzyme. And telomeres come off the end cap of your DNA. They look like little shoelaces. And the end of the shoelace looks just like the end of a shoelace. That's the telomerase enzyme. Now, these telomeres don't determine whether you're going to live or die, but they can determine how long you're going to live because every time your cell replicates, the telomere gets shorter and shorter and shorter until finally your body doesn't rebuild and repair. Now, the telomerase enzyme is really critical because it helps to stabilize the telomere. It can prevent accelerated shortening, and it has a lot of genetic and chromosomal material. 
number of years ago, there was a study, and this is what really piqued my interest. They soaked skin cells in telomerase enzyme, and they never aged. Now, now we're not at not... that point. Uh, tell me, Jen, so... have, you, have you tried taking a bath in this stuff yet? <laughs> I know, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but what we actually have in our age intervention regeneration boosters, we actually have the telomerase enzyme. And what we found is it kind of resets the cell's aging clock. And by that, that this is a topical agent that truly can help your skin to rebuild and kind of regenerate. And so you, you can sort of set back your aging clock a bit. And I kind of think of aging like a 24-hour clock, and if you're, at, uh, if you're at a quarter past six, maybe we can reset it to six o'clock. And um, this is something that you can use periodically because it actually has a progressive lasting effect. So it's, it's, it's a, a topical agent that maybe you can use for six weeks, four times a year. So you recommend even quarterly use of the product that you produced? Yes, at least quarterly. Now, we have individuals that use it continuously, but there is a kind of progressive lasting effect, so it can be used on a quarterly basis. I like to say maybe when the seasons change. And these, the telomeres are really a growing bit of science right now. The, in anti-aging medicine, one of the latest, hottest tests is measuring them to get some sense for longevity and overall health. And uh, that, I think, is going to be a, a growing part of, of anti-aging and wellness medicine this has got to be the most cutting-edge ingredient in skin care today. It is. And I will tell you also, in this particular product, we combined it with something called keratinocyte growth factor, which helps to increase volume in the skin, transferring growth factor beta-1, which is another anti-aging technology, epidermal growth factor, plus peptides. And peptides is another area that is really emerging into the forefront because we're able to literally fine-tune certain aspects of how our skin functions and address a number of issues that can either be skin rejuvenation. Um, there's even a lot of research going on in peptides with their antibacterial aspects. Oh, so this, this is really something that we've incorporated cutting-edge technology all the way through the product. And you mentioned a bunch of growth factors, uh, transforming growth factor uh, beta being probably the first one that you introduced in skincare, or perhaps the first one ever introduced in skincare. This is all a class of ingredients that are known as cytokines. Yes. And cytokines, for uh, folks who never heard of it before, is basically a cellular messenger. It's the way one cell in your body tells another cell what to do. And by releasing, I should say right now, anyone hearing me talking has TGF-beta, among other cytokines, being released all over their body. And these things signal other processes to begin happening. In the case of TGF-beta, it, <coughs> it has great anti-inflammatory effect, and it turns on the healing process, which helps with uh, collagen production and elastin production. This is exciting stuff that really helps manipulate the skin in natural ways. Is flipping the skin's own buttons naturally. That's right. We really can. We're at a point now where we can really orchestrate um, a number of different processes that can actually help the skin function better, regenerate better. 
look younger. It's it's exciting. It really is. And I, I I personally use the products. I can tell you, I get compliments on my skin all the time. Patients, in fact, say, oh, I'd love to have skin like yours. I say, well, you know, I know how you can do it, and here's what I use. Uh, I think that the, using good skin care is something that everyone should do, whether it's a Jan Marini product or some other system that's well-designed. I think everyone really over the age of 30 ought to be doing something to preserve and maintain the quality of their skin and keep it looking fresh and healthy. Uh, another exciting thing that has been all the rage in the news is eyelash products. Eyelash products have really been all over the press, particularly with the release of a product called Latisse that came out uh, about a year, year and a half ago. Uh, it's been uh, produced and marketed by Allergan, the same people that do Botox and they have a tremendous amount of money that they've spent on it with spokespeople and whatnot. But the truth is, they weren't the first people to come out with eyelash products, were they? No, I'm proud to say that in late 2005, we were the first company in the world to really establish this category of eyelash enhancement. And um, we, we did this with what is, what is known as a prostaglandin analog. Now, prostaglandin analogs, are not hormones, but they're hormone-like substances. And they play a role in pain, they play a role in your hair, your nails, your skin, even things like lactation. And prostaglandin analogs, for one thing, are used in medications like glaucoma. Glaucoma is where pressure builds up in the eye, and the prostaglandin analog actually has the ability to kind of act like a diuretic, drops the pressure. Now, we don't know why, but one of the side effects is that eyelashes look darker and they look luscious and full and they look much longer. And we don't really quite understand the mechanism that causes this to occur, but it's very exciting because everybody wants to have long, gorgeous eyelashes. And now the, the prostaglandin analog that's being used currently is bimetoprost. Uh, is that the same one you were using back then? Yes. Actually, we... We, we introduced bimodoprast into this category, but it was actually combined with a number of other factors, so it went far beyond just what the prostaglandin analog itself could accomplish. Well, I can tell you that this stuff works remarkably well. I remember when Marini Lash first came out, I have to admit, Jan, I, I was very skeptical. Because when you hear about hair growth stuff, it, it, to me it sounds sort of like snake oil. You know, we really haven't had anything up until now, that, that really worked. And when I heard about this, we got a little uh, flyer from, from you guys in our mail or with one of our orders announcing the product that it was going to be coming out, and I was really skeptical. But now the girls in the office were not so skeptical, mm -hmm. and in our next order, they ordered a couple of them. And so we, we went in with the pre-order. I got one of the first tubes ever, you know, delivered in Florida. And here they were in the office, and I was still pretty darn skeptical about it. At the same time, my wife was thinking about getting eyelash extensions because she was pretty, uh, not, just generally not happy with how her eyelashes looked. She wanted them to be longer, thicker. She felt like they were getting too thin and, and sparse. And rather than have her go and do extensions, which, as, as you know, is bad for the eyelashes, makes them brittle, it breaks them, the glue they use is not good for the eyelash. Instead of having her do that, I took one of the tubes home and said, all right, try this. 
And this is a true story. She started using it, and I'm telling you, in about two to three weeks, she had a virtual forest of eyelash mm -hmm. uh, that was growing, really gorgeous, long, thick eyelashes, significant change from where she was. But the way I knew that it really was working well was that she was a little bit uh, uh, careless with uh, the application. She'd get it a little bit in her eye each time, and she'd have a tear that would fall down from the corner of her eye into the top of the cheek. And I swear to you that in that little area, she had tiny little, the little fine, fine vellus facial hairs that were growing a little longer and thicker. So when I saw that, I knew this stuff was really working. I and mean, her eyelashes are absolute testimony. And when you see the pictures of the before and afters, they're very real. It's amazing how well these products work. I used to joke, you don't want to get it on the end of your nose unless you want to grow hair. <laughs> it's true. Let me tell you, it's true. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back. Uh, when we get back, I want to go through this whole story about the how, when Latisse came to market and uh, what you guys had to do. There's a lot of scrambling and sort of bullying in the market that happened. I want, uh, I'd like to get that uh, talked about, and then we'll go on to some of the other great things that we're doing with skincare. So we'll be right back after this short break. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. If you need a coronary bypass procedure, you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town. You might get more than you bargained for. This is your face and body we're talking about. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, 
please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, we're here with Jan Marini, President and CEO of Jan Marini Skin Research, and we've been talking about all the latest things in skin care. We were just talking about the eyelash stuff, and the product that you're currently uh, producing is called Masses of Lashes Mascara and uh, Marini Lash Eyelash Conditioner. And those have both had a, a little bit of a rocky road in terms of their coming to market and staying on the market and all sorts of bumps along the way that you had to weather, not the least of which was when Allergan came out with Latisse. So can you tell us a little bit about how you had to deal with this? What did, what, when they came to market, what changed? Well, actually, before they came to market, we um, sort of got in the sights of the FDA and one of the things that I'll say, when you're the first to do something, oftentimes you're the first to get shot at. And a good example is tooth whiteners. A lot of people don't know tooth whiteners are commonplace. But the first company that came out with a tooth whitener, the FDA said it was a drug, and they went after them. And um, so we actually had some issues with the FDA. And, and one thing I'll say, Dr. Rubenstein, the FDA does not regulate cosmetics. They regulate claims. So if I have a glass of water and I say it will remove your wrinkles, even though it's only a glass of water, technically they can actually come after me for making a drug claim. And so in the case of the eyelash product, we had an ingredient listed in the ingredient listing because we were doing patent work, so we called the active ingredient eyelash growth factor, and the FDA put that as a drug claim. So that was really sort of our initial obstacle. Now, beyond that, Allergan was planning to come to market with an eyelash product. And so I think that uh, we can surmise from that that they had an interest in wanting to be the only product in the marketplace. Uh-huh. And when they were doing that, uh, how, how did they exert their muscle? Well, um, they actually bought up a lot of intellectual property. They had some intellectual property of their own. And at that point, because this was several years after we um, premiered the initial product, at that point, there were a number of companies in the marketplace with various prostaglandin analog products, and they sued all of them. Um, we decided, we were in our second generation eyelash product, and we decided at, at that point that I did not want to pursue this and go through all of the, uh, the legal activities, and so we decided to settle with Allergan. And we didn't pay any money. There wasn't any uh, any penalties or anything like that. But we decided to settle. And I have to tell you, I was actually at that point, I said, I'm out of the eyelash business because we have 90 other products. And we're not known just for eyelash technology, but we're a company that's really in the forefront of skincare innovation. But I came across another eyelash technology that it, we're the only company in the world that has this proprietary peptide blend technology. And what it does is it literally mimics a lot of what a prostaglandin technology does. 
but it doesn't have the controversy and it doesn't have the potential side effects. Yeah, and we should talk a little bit about the side effects, though very rare with Latisse, uh, it has a very rare effect of permanent darkening of the color of the eye, the actual iris of the eye. Yeah. I personally have never seen it. It's been reported. But what I have seen pretty consistently is it will not uncommonly darken the skin around the uh, area that you apply it. So if you brush it on that lash line, that little strip does get slightly darker. So I have seen some of that darkening. I haven't seen the eye color darkening, and I believe it's quite rare, but you don't have those risks, either of them, with your product, do you? What happens with the prostaglandin analog is that, you know, one thing I'll state, when we developed our first prostaglandin analog products, we made them so that they, if they got into the eye, they couldn't penetrate. But with Latisse and with the glaucoma medication, it can actually pass through the cornea and it can attract pigment cells or melanocytes to the area. And gradually, over time, and it can sometimes take years, lighter colored eyes can turn brown. And we've seen this in glaucoma patients. Sometimes they'll have one blue eye and one brown eye. Um, and also, there's irritation. If you look at the contraindications that accompany Lutis, there can be redness and irritation, swelling of the eyelid. With the prostaglandin analog technology, we don't see any of that. It just it just doesn't happen. It can't happen. Well, after weathering the storm of being uh, threatened to be sued and uh, trying to force it out of the market, you guys have come back stronger than than before, and you've got a great product in the Marini Lash and the accompanying mascara. Uh, the moving on from there. We were just talking during the break a little bit about resveratrol. Resveratrol is uh, something that's a component you'll find in red wine. It's one of the most common uh, supplements that people talk about for anti-aging effects. And Jan, you were talking about using it in the skin. Resveratrol is really an amazing emerging technology. And it is a molecule that's in red wine. Now, for it to really work internally, you'd have to drink thousands of glasses of red wine a day. <laughs> Which I don't, I, I want to go on record, I don't recommend that at all. You know, a couple glasses of a nice Cabernet it definitely would be a good idea with each meal, but uh, I don't know about a thousand gallons. But go, go on and tell us how you're using resveratrol. Well, resveratrol, we think, has the ability to actually turn off certain aging genes, and it's going through the FDA as an internal supplement. It's a large molecule, but we found a way to get adequate penetration to the skin and we do this through kind of an occlusion technology and also using glycolic acid as a delivery agent, and it's in the form of a mask. And so you put this mask on like you would any other mask for about 10 minutes, and you see a difference the next day, and you see an even more of a difference the second and the third day. So there's actually a progressive sort of lasting benefit, but you can do this mask periodically. You can do it once a week, twice a week, three times a week, or even before a big event, but it's not just that you have an immediate effect, but it really does have a progressive skin rejuvenation effect. It's exciting, exciting to be uh, see resveratrol used in so many ways. I think we're going to see more about resveratrol uh, in the coming years, but as usual, you're ahead of the curve. You did come out with a new formulation of one of my favorite products that you have, which is for dark circles. You had a product called Factor AIs, and that's now been reformulated and introduced new and improved for dark circles. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
you know, dark circles really are hereditary. And you inherit your parents' vascular structure, and it's really about blood vessels being close to the surface and being more visible. But what happens is as we get older, due to sun damage and due to inflammation, and as these blood vessels engorge, they actually can leak. And part of that leaking is that there are certain components of blood that have to do with a bluish, brownish, reddish, even violet color that's released into the surrounding skin. And that's one of the issues with dark circles plus iron. And iron also can increase that darkening. So it sort of stains the skin. And what we've done is we've actually identified some components that can literally break down that coloration in the skin. So we can't change your genetics, but we can really make a difference for the first time in how how your skin looks, the under eye area. We can make it look much, much better. And we can give support with certain ingredients to these blood vessels so they're less likely to, to leak. So with the combination of plumping the skin by using a nice retinol and uh, breaking down some of the iron deposits, you've seen significant improvement in that area. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with lifestyle as well. So it's when you're dealing with genetics, um, you can't give people sort of a 100% um, idea of what's going to happen. But, you know, dark circles vary. I have people say some days I wake up and they look not too bad, and other days I look like I've got allergy shiners because I'm going to allergy season. And I think the, the way that I like to put it is that we can make your dark circles look as good as they look or better on your best day. So that and I'll tell consistent. you, your skincare products actually, I would say that's true. Uh, if someone's using a good, a good line, uh, you know, whether it's yours or another, but particularly I, I love the Jamarini line, I think you'll see your skin look as good as it possibly can with just good maintenance. We could talk about this for hours, and Jan, you've been a great guest. I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, I'd love to have you back sometime. You're always coming out with new stuff, so please keep us informed. Let me know when you've got something new coming out, something that you're developing, you want to talk. Hello? Hi, Jan. Yes. Hi, it's Brandy. How are you? Good. I think we lost Dr. Rubenstein, but he should be coming back on shortly. I'm not hey, sure. Hey, Jan. Uh, I, I was just saying I'd love to have you back on the show when you have something new and exciting that uh, you'd love to talk about. So we have keep got us- some really exciting new things coming out um, in, the, <clears throat> in the first quarter of the year, and I'd love to come back and talk about them. Uh, I would love to have you, and I'd love to have all of you joining me on New Reflections every Saturday from 12 to 1 Eastern, 9 to 10 Pacific. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. I look forward to seeing you next week on New Reflections. We hope you stayed informed and entertained today on New Reflections. Please join your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, again next Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You can also email the doctor at info at dr-rubenstein.com or visit his website at www.dr-rubenstein.com. And don't forget to join us next Saturday for new reflections on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a beautiful weekend.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If